So in the previous episode, I talked about how we can actually build the Amazon of services. And to take that idea a little bit further, we're actually going to talk about how Uber Eats has a difficult time competing in Colombia. So I actually recently moved to Medellin, Colombia. For those that have been in the know, I've been in Tulum, Mexico for a couple months. Prior to that, I was kind of floating around all all different areas of Mexico, but I feel like Colombia is probably going to be a better home for me. Who knows? We'll find out. I'm doing this whole tax trifecta strategy. If you want to learn more about that, I actually made a YouTube video about it. So you can go check that out on my YouTube page. But yeah, so now I'm in Medellin, Colombia, and I popped open my iPhone and I downloaded the Uber app and I downloaded the Uber Eats app, which both of these apps weren't available in Tulum because the taxi mafia, taxi cartel owns both of those services in Tulum. But in Colombia, they do have Uber. But Uber Eats, which is something they don't have, is actually gone. So if you download Uber Eats, they say, you know, sorry, we've had to discontinue our service in this area, um, blah, 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 blah. One of the reasons for this is, actually the main reason for this is, is because there is actually a competitor that is able to deliver a much better experience for the Latin American market than Uber can. So when Uber is trying to scale to different areas, it's a little difficult for Uber to scale with its one business model because as soon as you change the demographic, the psychographics of the customers, which the psychographics of customers in Latin America is very different from the psychographics of customers in the US, then the delivery, in, in terms of delivering your service or your value, it becomes a little different and it's difficult to scale. And this is why going vertical is so important because when you go vertical, it essentially makes competition obsolete. And if you're confused about what going vertical is, um, you can go check out the free 30-minute audio course on how to go, how to skip investor funding by going vertical. So if you go to theverticalmethod.com, T-H-E-V-E-R-T-I-C-A-L, method, M-E-T-H-O-D.com, um, you can go check out that audio course and learn more about how to skip investor funding with the GPDS framework. And it's awesome content. You should definitely go check that out. But what's going on in Colombia is there is a, another company called Rappi. And Rappi is pretty much dominating Latin America. Rappi's headquarters is actually in Bogota, Colombia. So it's a Colombian company. It has presence in Mexico. I've used Rappi several times in Mexico, but it does really well in Colombia. So if you think about Colombia, they have very different set of needs, right? Um, just in Mexico, for example, not many people have credit cards. The way that people pay if you want to pay through bank transfers, you can either go to your bank or you can go to your neighborhood OXO. OXO's, which is kind of like a 7-Eleven. It's, like it's like a neighborhood um, chain convenience store, I suppose. But you can go to the OXO and you can make transfers through your OXO account, etc. So in Mexico, if you were to service the Mexican community, then you would have to take note of that. And you would have to know that, okay, getting cash and accepting cash, collecting cash is going to be different. So how do you solve these problems? And one of the ways to solve it is by getting partnerships with OXOs. So, you know, possibly someone can fill up an OXO card for a month's worth of food. And that way it's convenient for the person using the app. And it's, it's just much seamless and much easier. But these are the type of issues that 
Rappi can actually fix because they're verticalized and they're verticalized with the Latin American market. And these are issues where Uber actually has a difficult time competing because their business model changes for every single area that has different regulations, that has different cultural norms, that has different ways of using cash and credit cards and banking systems, etc. So this is the power of going vertical. In the past, we've wanted to go wide and try to get the whole market. But now when a service, a business model, a product is so easy to actually copy, the only point of differentiation is that we're going to have is our brand story and that connection with this community. And in order to get that brand story and that strong connection with the community, you have to go vertical so you can deliver this unparalleled service that no one else can. All right. This is Robin Copernicus. Boom, bam, I'm out. Hey, so if you're a six percent entrepreneur, here are four ways that I can help you right now. One, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you can always stay up to date on the latest marketing strategies and tactics from this podcast. Two, find out how much of a natural born entrepreneur you are by taking the visionary quiz at robin.ws forward slash quiz. Three, join the Visionaries Facebook group at robin.ws forward slash group. And finally, four, if you want to join the first startup accelerator that helps you skip investor funding, then go ahead and book a call with me at robin.ws forward slash call. 